it matter, got good things, got you Hoops and everything, get back, never get back too soon Are you lonely? Are you there when I'm not in the room? Are you only, only a part of this when you choose? Hello and welcome to the Point of Difference podcast. I am your host and coach of the Terrace Crew, Matt Ricks. There were many somber sights over the weekend, none more so than the tiniest little rain cell you've ever seen on the radar over the top of Campbelltown Sports Ground at about 4.15pm on Sunday afternoon. That's right, Tommy Turbo captainers were left shocked and dismayed when the man couldn't run and the rain started pouring. If you're like me and, and boosted to get Garrick and Schuster and Captain Turbo, then I feel for you. But it's not all doom and gloom in Supercoach land. Payne Haas, for non-owners, is finally gone down with injury. We can rejoice, finally. And there's some other really good stuff on the horizon too. Nico Hines keeps getting it done. Nathan Cleary's not kicking goals. And Caelan Ponga looks back and his head intact. Joining me tonight, it's one man only. It's a two-man show, but one man only is the star. It's Coach of Tubes' pod. Tubes, Tubes, welcome back to the pod pod. Yeah, thanks, Matt. It's been a it's been a good layoff. Um it really uh it it's the age old uh we say it all the time, but it really is the A plus team here tonight, just the two of us. I mean, probably the C the the C minuses in Supercoach scores, but the, the A plus in terms of content. Well, I don't I actually don't know how we're gonna get through the pod. Like usually we've got Dan here to hold it together, tell us how to think strategically, or you know, Chris who's ranked in the top thousand. Jono, a bit of head-to-head expertise, and also quite a good host. Um, you and I are just going to – I think we're both coming in pretty hot tonight. Not a lot yep. of research done for the week, but a lot of good vibes floating about. I think I think this could be a bit of a counselling session for both of, both of us. You you were down in the dumps over the weekend, and uh, and this week this week's our week to bounce back. There's plenty of drama going on in Supercoach land, plenty of problems – for this week, there might be some people out there that are struggling to field 17 without boosting. Well, that's right. This is the first real week of the year where um, squad depth is going to be uh, severely tested. Um, before we get onto that, Tubes, how'd you how'd you fare on the weekend? Uh, not uh, probably just slightly below average. I thought I was in an okay week. I captained Nico. Um, I was I was on track for what I thought was a decent score, but I ended up with a thousand and fifty-seven. Uh, I, I played Schuster, uh, and and then I had Essie Katoa um, in that last game go down with a with a concussion. So, bit of brains all all around, but uh, yeah, scraped through with a thousand and fifty-seven, and and sort of held my ranking roughly in the twenty thousand area. Yeah, I had a ten eighty-two. Which, to be honest, I wasn't that disappointed with, given um, you know, average was eleven oh two. Um, given I captain Turbo played Schuster, boosted for Garrick, like it, nothing went right. Um, my plan all along was to see Nico and then bottled that a little bit. Um, the vice captain always kind of gets me, sucks me in. So live and learn. But um, yeah, my backup captain after that was going to be Joey Manu. So. Yeah, look, I, I I can never say no to Turbo. Um, the weather looked fine, but then all of a sudden it wasn't, and it turns out Turbo wasn't too fine either. Um, bloke could barely run. So, yeah, look, he's been named to play again this week. Um, we'll see. Uh, we'll get into Turbo a bit later in our fullback section, but yeah, he's a he's a pretty tricky tricky proposition for owners currently. So, 
Yeah, very, very tricky. Um, uh, just a shout out again for our group prize. Uh, entries have closed on that, but we'd still love to see you in the in the Pod Pod Chairman's Club. Um, the you know, we got a great prize of um, uh, weekend up in Sydney, at Chairman's Lounge at Ramwick, and um, game of golf at the Lakes. Uh, currently in the lead in the Chairman's Group is Coach of the Elite Sam, who's coming fifth overall. Tubes, that's pretty impressive. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's got an eleven fifty eight on the weekend. So well done, Sam. Uh, and also friend of the pod, uh, Mick Shine, coach of Shine Bright, uh, up into the top hundred, ninety fourth. So, and I know he captained Turbo as well. So he, he was a bit spewing um, and played Schuster. The weather got him got him pretty good too. So he had a twelve twenty seven though. So his his team is really really strong. But I know he's got a few depth issues this week. Um. But overall, that that group's that group's going really well. We've got over 150 guys in there, um, and yeah, we'd love for every everyone to join. The, that group code is eight nine zero one eight nine for anyone who wants to play along at home. Our tubes, our Queenstown bet. Um, I'm not enjoying this at all. But can you give us an update? <laughs> yeah, it's going. Um, it's going pretty well. So. Uh, running totals, Chris and Jono are streaking away. Um, John has had an 11.23 on the weekend, um, which was their best score, which has put them at 9,511 combined score this this year. Um, uh, the Podfather has done done it for, for our team this week with an 11.53, and so that puts us about 180 points behind them. And then you and Dan are like, I don't know, like you, you're two or 300 points behind. You're on 9,149 between the yeah, two no of good. you. But like, honestly, like Dan's not that far off off um, dad uh, and me and you are about the same score, but we're to, you're just not combining well as a team. It's like where it's like. Yeah, you play. I'm gonna have to check these sums because that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. It's best score of the week. I have no idea how we're that far behind. <laughs> you, said, you, you, you guys are check having, the order. You're, you're both having bad weeks. It's like having a bad, bad hole at the same time. You just can't get on on the same page. Yeah, we'll keep trying. We'll keep we'll keep getting back. You you did say that I'm a bit down in the dumps, and I am. Like I I can't remember a super coach season like this where just every decision I make just seems to be the wrong one and. All my plans just keep coming unstuck. So, yeah, like, we'll, look, we'll get back on the right leg and yeah, it only takes one good week to start enjoying your super coach again and then you know, we do the pod, so I've got to keep buttering up on a Tuesday or Wednesday night. I'm, um, I'm, telling, I'm telling you, Matt, it's it's like we talk about golf with our Queenstown bet, but super coach is like golf. Like you just need one good captaincy, one good swing, one good week and, and you're back and you're enjoying it again. You just You've just had a few bad ones in a row. I'm already I'm excited for tonight's pod because I feel like I'm gonna enjoy it. I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of um carnage out there for for super coaches and I think I'm actually looking alright this week, so I'm gonna enjoy it. <laughs> let's um let's kick off with front row forward tubes. Because uh sorry, hooker. We'll get to front. I'm too excited to talk about pain hearts being <laughs> Let's start at Hooker and um the people's champ, Harry Grant, went and totally redeemed himself um with a big ton. Jeez, uh, how how was it watching as a non-owner? Oh, to be honest, I was not watching that closely. Once Essie Katoa went down with a concussion, my interest in the game just went out the window. Ellie um, Katoa. Ellie Katoa. Uh, <laughs> once, once he got injured, went down. My interest You're thinking in of Essie Tonga. 
Yeah, the great, the great Essie Tonga. Uh, he um, so but yeah, I mean, I did watch that last five minutes when he crashed over for a try. It was very similar to his round one uh, hundred, yeah. just 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 in the last minute, just crashing over all. Um, but I mean, in saying that, he needed to because he had a thirty. What do you have, thirty-one or something the week before, and then coming into the buy, um, yeah. It, it was looking dire and he was going to be the most traded out man this week. Yeah, so I think you have to hold him now with that big ton in his average. He should go back up a bit in price through to the buy at least and then reassess. I mean, I hope everyone does hold him and I hope all these people have to play Sonny Luke on the weekend. No one owns. It's only me and, me and Dan are the only ones who are running the, the Harry Grant Sonny Luke anymore. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, there's plenty still out there doing it. Has speaking of, Look, speaking of Sonny Luke, like, um, there are owners, you're right. Um, they don't all own green as well, but, you know, a few own cheese and um, maybe a bit of, you know, Reed Marnie splattered in there. Uh, who keeps, who keeps actually, who keeps disappointing as well. Um, AE, I just want to talk about this quickly. So if you've got Sonny Luke and Harry Grant, which I do, and I'm sure a few do, um, what I'm going to do is, um, I'm going to, cause there's actually, most teams are going to be pretty thin on depth this week. So taking an AE this week is probably pretty advantageous. I would have thought if you can get your, um, your vice captain nailed and the most obvious candidate for that is Nico Hines on Thursday night. So if you, if Nico goes off, you just captain Harry Grant, get the AE and then you don't have to worry about playing Sonny Luke who you might get his score anyway as your AE. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. If Nico doesn't then go well. I'm going to have to have a call to make to see if I'm going to play Sonny Luke or buy a hooker. And I haven't given a second's thought to which hooker that I might buy this week. Um, is that pretty much the the only plan that Supercoaches should be having, Tubes? Yeah, I think so. But but what what score do you take then as a as an AE? Like, is, is it a bit less than normal? Like, is oh, definitely, definitely less than normal. Um, no, I reckon probably like eighty five to ninety. So just just his floor. Then. Yeah, well, yeah, just to, well to save a trade, like I think it's probably worth it. Yeah, no, I think that I think that's the way to go. I um, I brought in the cheese uh, two weeks ago, so I'm actually, funnily enough, sweating on. I think um, I saw NRL physio posted that he that he might have hurt his ankle in the last minute of the game. Obviously, oh, he's no. named. He's named given the short turnaround, but I think there could be some doubt there. Um, so. Yeah, I'm looking at something quite uh, similar. If 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 there's some words, if there's some news around in the next 24 hours, um, otherwise I'm just going to go straight C on Nico. I think so. We'll straight see. C, straight C, no fluffing well, around, no no stuffing around. No. Yeah, fair enough. Um, what about Cleary? Just not 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 interested in that groin niggle. Just hoping he doesn't play. To be honest, I've I've I've, I'm, I've got plenty of depth. Yeah, I, want, right. I want I want everyone's depth tested this week so I can start making my comeback. Yeah, fair enough. I actually wouldn't mind that either, to be honest. Um, see so how we go. Uh, other hookers uh, in the in the game. Um, what do you what do you what are you thinking about Reese Robson at the moment, Tubes? Any you've seen him at all, or I know anything? I know Jono's he's on Jono's trade target right now. Um, I didn't. Uh, I I like him as a buy, especially now that. Seems like Granville's a sixty-minute starting back rower for, mm. for for the Cowboys. Um, 
obviously their their depth is quite tested in the in the forward pack at the moment. But importantly, Cowboys play, the Cowboys play that round thirteen, but then also the round fourteen. Um, so yeah. pretty good cover for those two rounds, Reese Robson, and he's and he's down to a you know a, a a probably what should be his basement price if he's playing eighty minutes again now. I don't really like what I've seen. I'm doing. I'm doing what I usually do to Chris. I'm, I don't really like what I'm seeing from Reese Robson. He got he got 69 with a try on the weekend. Um, there was no line break with that. He was backing up on the inside. He's kind of basing that mid 40s to low 50s, and then getting a little bit there. But I don't know. Like, is it is it? I can't put my finger on if it's him or if it's the team. And obviously, the team is not going quite as well. Um, but as you say, they play. They play the Tigers in round twelve, and then her, and then play thirteen, fourteen before buying fifteen. So, um, yeah, look, he's an he's an option. But would you rather him or Jeremy Marshall King? Do you think who also play round thirteen and fourteen? What's the difference in price? Like Jeremy Marshall King. Marshall King's an extra seventy k. Yeah, I think I'd rather Marshall King. I think Marshall King's a potential long term hold as your second hooker. And yeah, I don't think Robson is. Yep. I'd probably I, I think I'm on board with Marshall King. They look to be running a lot more of their attack through him as well. And he's he's running a lot. Um and he's being quite creative. So yeah, I'm I'm probably with you on that. Um Chubes, finally on the cheese, um, you mentioned him before. Are you a happy owner at the moment? Oh, you, you, presuming he's presuming he's fit. He's back. He's back with a bang. Like as in he's like he's as long as he as long as he doesn't have this ankle injury. The rotation with Hutchinson playing 14, he's basically coming on to play 10 to max 15 minutes at hooker Hutchinson. So Cheese is playing, well, at least the last couple of weeks, um, 50, 50 to 55 to kick off the game and then coming off for a break and and then come back on for the last little bit. But even just just his running out of dummy half is 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 back with a vengeance. So I'm really happy to be a Cheese owner. He scored 69 Five. on the weekend, 65. 65. And yep. then the weekend before he scored 65, but he, but he had that sin bin <laughs> late in the game as well. So um, it was a bit disappointing. But he, um, no, I think I think he's back to looking really good and getting the minutes. So presuming he's fit, um, would you be cheese over Marshall King? Yes. At, at, at about 180K cheaper? Definitely, definitely cheese. Yes. Even though as no a, buy coverage in round thirteen, as a bias owner, no buy coverage in round thirteen. But um, you only have to have thirteen players. Yeah, and hook, you can take the AE. You can take the yeah. Take the AE at hooker. Yeah, yeah, yep. and and he he's not going to play Origin, so he will play those other buy rounds. Ex- well, he doesn't play round nineteen, but yeah, he plays yeah. he plays the ones before. He plays sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, they and can't. For- have- and fourteen. In fourteen's a pretty important round as well yeah. with your buy planning. Um uh, all right, any anything at hooker to round us out there? I think that's about it. Nah, the if you if you're looking outside of that, you're in trouble. What about Andrew King? Put him in the circuit. Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Well, the juggler. The juggler's come out at Brookie. Now, front row, here we here we go. This is what I want to talk about. Um, Payne Haas, one week. Um, what did he do? Hip, Hip drop. drop. Should have been should have been, been sin bid. Yeah. 
Should have been Sinbin and should have been three to four weeks. I completely agree. These blessed Payne Haas owners. Oh, honestly, good, ju- no, good like, judge, good judges who had him from the start of the year. But seriously, he should have like any anyone else. He goes to the sin bin on the weekend. Like the well, only reason was Man got injured. Oh, no, sorry, went, I think no, it was because yeah, because Man went to the bin. Yeah. yeah, which is just ridiculous. Like, but well, they're 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 a bit up against it because with this hip drop, like there, there's so many different variations of it, and so I don't think they've fully got their head around what each one looks like at the moment. And that was a different one where RCG basically did the splits. So it was visually it didn't really make sense that there was a hip drop, but you could obviously see it pretty clearly on the replay. Um, it honestly, it, to be honest though, when I when I saw it live, I just thought like he's just manhandled him. Like he was going over for a try and it's like he's just dragged him back like with one hand. Like it was just. What do you reckon, anyway. about, Payne, what do you reckon about Payne Haas to rugby? Can he go now? <laughs> what position is he going to play? Is he is he is he is he going to be a um, surely eight? surely number eight? Yeah, he number eight or number number six maybe. That's about it. If someone well, someone in NRL three sixty, they said he could maybe he could play inside center. <laughs> <laughs> he probably. Like, I, don't, I don't I don't watch a lot of rugby, but that's that sounds pretty far fetched. Look, I'm just happy. To, uh, might have to get Carl on. Might have to get. Might have to get the King on for a bit of a rugby corner, rugby union corner. I'm happy to get one week relief, uh, and this is this is the week for for our man Tarpany to to come back yes. with a vengeance. He only needs 180, and we're kind of like back in the ballpark of uh, starting with Tarpany over Haas. Yeah, to be like Tarpany is a buy this week. If anyone doesn't own him, I think this is the run yep. now. They've got the good buy coverage for 13, 14, or 13. I think it's 13 and 14 um, as well. And this is this is when Tarpany's – it's Tarpany's time to shine. Um, he's he's, he's going to be on a bit of a tear. He's a bit angry. Jackie Boy Whiten's left the – leaving at the end of the season. And he's and he might even start bringing out his ball-playing skills to put his hand up for the 5'8 position next year. This game's in Wagga Wagga. Um, it's a home game for the, for the Raiders. Against the Dolphins, um, yeah, I'm I'm a Tarpany owner. Happy to own now. Look, it'd be nice if he got a few more minutes. Um, just on his minutes tubes, one guy who's come on the radar here in front row forward who's pretty interesting is Corey Horsburgh. So he's played back to back games of 71 minutes, which are unimpacted by injury or HIA. Um, is he kind of a sneaky little purchase at around that 400? I think he's about 480k. Yeah, four eighty one break even of twenty four. I think, given his buy coverage, and he is quite cheap, and there'll be those out there looking at potentially moving on the likes of Welsh or uh, Stefano, <laughs> who's just been completely boring this year. Um, I think he's an option horse, bro. But I mean, he's just boring as well. Like, as in, it doesn't get you anything to be excited about going from. I don't know. He, he looks. He, I, I mean, he doesn't have any upside. But he'd be. I, I kind of could get around having him in my team just to watch him and cheer him on for a bit of offload action. He yeah. hasn't. He hasn't been offloading. I think is has been one of the more interesting things that I've seen from this year because he's got that offload. So. I think there's a bit of upside. Maybe you want to see it first, but he could pull that out. Um, 
the only thing as well with Horsburgh, I quite like him. Um, like you say, probably not the upside, which I do like. But at front row, I don't think you actually need that too much this year because there are, there isn't really those upside options away from Haas. Um, is could he play Origin? I wouldn't think he's in line for Origin one. Do you? What is that even a possibility? Yeah, like, for Queensland. No, he can't play Origin. <laughs> He's not playing Origin. There's Surely been not. There's been articles written. I think that's why he's playing big minutes to show that he's tough enough for Origin. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's playing Origin. I. I. I'm. I. I don't think I'll be getting him in. I mean, the fact he's played 71 minutes two weeks in a row, pretty exciting. It is, but oh, is it sustainable? Yeah, and can you trust Ricky? I mean, did, yeah, what did we say? You, you, def- you, def- you definitely Har- can't trust Ricky. Harawira <laughs> and Ira's played under 20 minutes in those games, so you'd never know what Ricky's going to do. Yeah, you're right. Off that, I'm I'm, I'm talked out of Corey. <laughs> Play Origin. That's good. Play on. If well, he, he plays might. Origin this year, I'll eat my hat. I swear to like, that's just ridiculous. Well, he could be head of your boy, Tommy Boy Gilbert. There's no way. That's what I'm hearing. Tommy Boy Gilbert. Gilbert Grapes. There's no um, way. Billy's not that stupid. Now, Dom, we've got to tubes. We've got to talk about Christian Welsh because a lot of there'll be a lot of very um, previously smug super coaches out there as you know, running Payne Haas and Christian Welsh in their front row. What do we do? Is, was Welsh an, an easy sell this week? Do you think? Um, if you, especially if you're a Haas owner, I think so. I think. Um, I think if. If you need the numbers, especially in front row forward with Haas there, I think he's an easy sell. I think he's pretty much proven that he's 50 to 55 every week and that's what he's going to get. He's got a break even of 40. 40. And so there's not that much upside there. Um, The only thing that I'm a little bit hesitant is I don't know if he walks straight back into – into origin either like getting- yeah 100 does and they don't play round 13 anyway yeah okay i'm gonna hold him but because i'm not that um i'm not I, I don't own Haas, and i'm not desperate to get rid of him this week but i think i think he's a he's an easy sell if you need the number who are you running at front row two this week uh i brought in my boy hame sele a few weeks ago um and he's, oh, you're gonna be uh, pretty happy with that Ah, he's been on fire. The only problem is I haven't played him, so I wish I played him on the weekend. I played Stefano over him, so that didn't work out too well. But um, pretty happy with him as a purchase, and yeah, he's running to uh to set my second front row forward this week. So he's bumped he's bumped Stefano back to the bench for the uh, pods. Uh, I'm hoping to get rid of Stefano this what, week. This week, yeah, I'm sick of him. That seems a, that seems a bit useless this week. Well, I I don't have any problems with my um, numbers this week, so I'm. Um, but you don't have any problems in your front row if you're running Tarpany and Welsh, and then Harm Sele is your third. Just get rid of Stefano. Just <laughs> get him out of the team. He's going to break even. I just at 51. don't want Stefano. <laughs> no, he's not losing any money, or he's not doing anything. Yeah, it's but just, he always sits there as, as long as you don't have to play. play. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Who are you going to trade him to? I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> just played his, played his dump you. Yeah. He just doesn't look right. like he cares. Oh, honestly, on, I, I can't th- stand him either. But I am thinking of of the possibility of bringing in someone like a Jack DeBellin 
Um, oh, yeah. He's played uh, – he played 80 minutes starting lock two weeks ago and then played 68 minutes starting lock. It looks like that's their new rotation with Jack Bird uh, starting second row forward. Um, yeah. He's got good base plus power um, from a PPM perspective. I don't know if he's got much upside from a try scoring point of view anymore, but um, he's another one that's sort of around that 500K mark that if he's going to be playing 70 to 80 minutes every week um, and, again, good buy coverage for the Dragons. Yeah, I think I'd much prefer Jack to Bell. And can we call him Jono's boy? Yeah, Jono. Jono like, will Jono be okay with that? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jono's boy to Bell and is a better buy than Corey Horsburgh. Like, I think that's well established now. That role looks really good. 80 minutes, 68 minutes. Like, I think you can basically pen him in there for sort of 65 to 70. Um, not a lot of upside again, but real workhorse style. So plays plays every round now through until round 16 and not inclusive. Um, yeah, like that's – I think he's – and he's no chance of origin. No. no. Not, not, like, not like your mate Corey. Um, so – yeah, I, I'm. I, I can get around that. I is he dual? Yeah, dual. Second dual. row, front row. So that's quite useful, also. Um, yeah, that's I'm why board. I'm not too bad thinking if I had him as a as a third or fourth. I'm not that he'd be my flip third him or up and down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can move, him especially around. during the buys um, and also Origin when you know uh, Murray and if, if, whoever gets named in my back row, I've got Murray yep. for feeder at the moment. I think having Jules is going to be helpful. Yeah, that's very, very good point and very, very relevant. Um, all right. Who else we got to talk about here in the front row? There's a, there's a bit doing in front row this week. Oh, and actually one, one, one guy I wanted to really hone in on, um, there's a bit of a, bit of a throwback. He was one time sort of top rated super coach front row forward is Adam Fanil Blake. Scoring a couple of meat pies under the sticks, a bit of good footwork. Uh, he's 600K now, so he's not cheap. He's kind of flown under the radar. But in a in a position that's been hard to come by for consistency, I think he could certainly do worse. And his role looks pretty safe with um, Tohu and someone else went down for them as well. Forgive me, my, um, my memory doesn't serve me too well, but I, I think his role looks good and, and, and secure. Yeah, I think it's, it's purely a minute's thing for him um he he didn't start the year with huge huge minutes but um his form has just been unbelievable the last three weeks obviously on the storm on the weekend but even the week before he he just looked back to his best uh the Warriors are obviously going well it's it's a little bit of like that uh first year coach similar to like Todd Payton last year when the the boys just sort of get around the culture and and they all just sort of put in. And for Newell Blake seems to be – it seems to be working – whatever's happening over there, it seems to be working well for his game. So – and you know he's got a really super coach friendly game. Um, obviously scored yep. a, a – Tackle bus. Yeah, but tra- tackle bus and offloads. Um, yep. So, yeah, and again, similar, very good, very friendly buy schedule um, for, for the Warriors, 13 and 14. And 19. And nine in, yeah. So yeah, plays plays um five out of the big six buy rounds. Basically, it's just it's just my only like I really like all these front row forwards. 
it just feels a bit boring stacking your front row forward up. Like there's just not the pure, not the great upside. Yeah, but they're but, all, they're but all if, good 600k players. He has the upside. He turned up on the weekend. Like yeah, and I know true. his minutes were inflated, but he can go ton, which not many front rowers can. So you know, and it, it wouldn't be out of the realms for him to get a, to get two tries in a game. Um, so yeah, I he's got a be of I think minus two this week. Um, was zero. Who's been named for one, Tohu? One. Who's starting lock for them this week now? Uh, I'll we'll check that if you come back to me in a second. Um, uh, no, it's got to be nothing. a reshuffle for them. That's all. Like it's uh, it's former former pot of the week, Josh Curran. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> even though that was retracted, <laughs> he's back. Um, so he's at lock. Bunty is starting at front row. Yeah, he um, doesn't get many minutes. So Jazz Tavanga at gone, injured, and Tohu injured. So I haven't heard an update on Tohu, um, but yeah, it didn't look good. No. So you got to imagine if even if it's a MCL, you'd imagine it's a few weeks, and it could obviously be worse than that. So but the other bench thing, is yeah. Is, That's what I was just going to say. So Lusik, Siren, and Arlay. And Vilea. So they've got they're running a center, a hooker, a specialist back rower, and one middle. So you think that's probably good minutes for Curran and for um Tohu. Uh, not Tohu. Uh, Fenil Black. AFB, yeah. Because yeah. Afoa can't play more than thirty-five minutes. Like that like he I think he did on the weekend, and that's when Harry Grant scored his try. Like he just um No, nah, Bunty, so, Bunty Bunty can't go more than thirty-five minutes, no way. Mm. Um, I'm just going to check it. <laughs> he played 54 on the weekend. <laughs> That's what I mean. But, like, he let in that, like, he was gone at the end there. So, uh, and they, they they had no bench left. They literally had no bench. Otherwise, I'm sure he would have been coming off. Big shout-out to the Bunty Appreciation Society too. Yeah. They do, so good, they do, I, they do I, good work. Plenty of options in front row this week. Um, very strong. Yeah, I just keep yeah, and I and just finally just back on Haas. Like I think if you own him, don't sell him. That's not worth it for this week for those points you're gonna miss out on. Nah, um, sell him. Just get rid of him. Like, <laughs> but origins come, origin, origins coming up. You know he's got to go. <laughs> nah, I can't see people. Haas. People, yeah. people ask. People are selling him. Wow, he's the um. 1.7% of teams have sold him this week. So. Like all, all I can advise anyone as a non-owner of Haas, it's like not owning Nico. It's the worst watch in NRL um, each week. You just know yep. every time he runs the ball, like you just you, you have to look away. He's just so good. Yep. All right, let's move on to second row forward. Now this is a bit like to be honest, second row is not doing it for me at the moment, Tubes. I don't know about you. but um. I think the, the big things probably to talk about in second row at the moment are the underperforming guns and mid-rangers. Um, well, I'm going to group all these guys together because I think it's a part of this, a similar conversation. Zach Hosking, Jermaine Hopgood, Cameron Murray. Um, have I missed anyone there? I suppose you could you can't really throw him in as underperforming. Jacob Preston is highly owned and a possible trade-out as well. So, yeah, look, give me give me some thinking on on those guys and and what you'd be doing with them. Well, I own Murray 
and I was considering getting rid of him this week, and I may um, still. It's just about there's not that many good, great options in the second row forward at the moment. Like we just talked no. about the plethora of front row forwards available, um, and so there's not that many options. But um, Murray, um, they have the Broncos, and then they have a bit of an easier draw, Souths, and uh, and then and then obviously he's a he's in the top. You know, he's one of the first picked in origin. So he's just going to start leaking cash, but it's just his, I just, he's such a, a hard watch as an owner because he just, he's just playing that link play. So, yeah, I don't like the role at all. No, not for super coach anyway. He seems to be doing a job for, for South Sydney. Um, I mean, he hasn't really got many attacking stats. I think maybe one try. Um, even when he scored a try, he only got 85 odd. So, yeah. just, yeah, he's usually good for a ton if he scores. Yeah. So yeah, but but like you say, the the it really just depends on how much cash you think he's going to lose. And if you are planning on dumping him for the buys, then maybe you are better off dumping him now. Um, I don't own him, thankfully. But um, someone else like in this boat, like similar similar sort, like Zach Hosking, he's now um five hundred and. 81. 81. I think K. he's a hold. I think Hosky's a hold? hold. Yeah, he's got a break even of 63. I know he only played 50. Yeah, I wasn't happy with his something. minutes whatsoever. But again, he plays he plays the round 13 by. He's 581k. He's not going to lose that. He doesn't, he doesn't play he doesn't play he doesn't play round 13. Don't the Panthers play 13? No. May, am I making They play up? 16. They miss 13, play six, 14 and 16. Yeah, okay. They do play the Tigers this week, though. Yeah, I'm going to hold him. That's favourable. Even a 63. He's not. He's not on the. He's not on the bubble yet in my team. I think. Um, yeah. I think out of the two, I'm I'm leaning more towards training Murray over Hosking um, for the extra 90k. It um it all came crashing back down to earth for Jermaine Hopgood owners on the weekend. Um, back to the bench, 45 minutes, sin bin for 43 points. Um, you mean the people that were, you know, going, oh, were up and about about you got to hold him and all of that? I'll oh, leave him alone. The they were just, they're just, they were, I would have held him if I hadn't already traded him out and couldn't bring him back in. <laughs> His break even's only 55 this week, so you still be holding him, but you're certainly not tired. probably wouldn't. Moment. Well, yeah, I mean, you might have to play him this week, but you probably prefer not to be. Well, they fought it. Like, in 35% of teams still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still hanging about. He plays around 13. I almost think maybe if you're not getting rid of him now, though, you've got to hold him to 13, don't you? No, you're holding him. You, you're just holding him. And and he'll play. He should play some more minutes. Um, and with um, RCG out. Ah, uh, yes, RCG. Madison plays a bit more middle uh, and and Hopgood gets more minutes now. Yeah. He's potentially back on the buy radar in the you know buying to bring in before. Well, if he goes back to seventy minutes, if he goes back to seventy minutes or sixty-five minutes, then he's definitely on the buy radar. Yeah. Um, what is the buy radar like? The radar for buying or for the buy round? Uh, for buying, bringing back in. <laughs> I reckon it's for the buy. Yeah, playing the buy. He's it's it's he's on both. It works well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so just over his his mate you mentioned there, Ryan Madison. He's now over seven hundred k. I like I really like to own Maddo, but 
Like it's it, the RCG situation probably helps him, like you said. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. Fifty nine points in seventy four minutes on the weekend. It was a bit of a weird game for Parra, wasn't it? It was. Um, I think he's he's safe as anything. It's just it's it's that's a lot of money to be spending on him. Um, he's priced at he's like priced about right, isn't he? Like that's about a seventy three average. Like yeah. It's not a lot I think, of value I, there, but he's a gun for 13. I, and again, though, like we just said, like there's not a huge amount of premium gun second row forwards that you're, mm. that you're licking your lips over at the moment. So he's one that you can bring in. He's priced high, but that's probably what he's going to average for the rest of the year. So I still think he's a smoky for origin. I don't know if I believe he should be, but I think he is. Like there's still got to be a chance – if Crichton doesn't make origin, that that Maddo sneaks his way onto the bench now with RCG out. Potentially. Um, yeah, not a lot of good options. One guy who I will give a quick shout-out to is Jack Bird. He's looking really good. Um, I actually talked a friend of the pod, Crookie, out of purchasing Bird, boosting for Murray last week. So apologies for that, Crookie. But, um, yeah, you, you probably don't want to be listening to me too much at the moment when it comes to trade advice. Um uh, he's he's dual second row center. Uh, he scored eighty points on the weekend in eighty minutes. Uh, he got a try in that, but like that's he hasn't gone under sixty now for four weeks with two scores in the seventies, one sixty, one eighty. Very very consistent performer. Six hundred twenty two k. I suppose that just comes down to your. Do you, do you think that's still value tubes? Yeah, I think so, and I also think that. For 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 a for, for a center winger, um, if you can get him into center wing with their buy schedule, um, and if he does stay at second row forward, it's sort of just that old school that you've seen in the last few years, where you just take it when it comes the Bo Firmers, the uh, Isaiah Yeos, when they're when Kurt they get Capewell. Those jaws, Kurt Capewell, you um you can lock him in for the rest of the year. Um, so real. he's not he's not bargain basement, but but he's but he seems pretty safe to be bringing in there. Yeah, I don't know. He does I, have I, a I bit think... upside. He's got a bit upside. He's got no, a bit definitely of care about him. Like definitely, and he I I don't mind him at second row as much. We're talking we've talked about like the like lack of options there. Um, he might be someone who's good there, and then you can switch him down later on uh, to kind of as a as a center wing keeper for the run home. So he can do a job for you in the back row now and through this origin period. Because, like, I think a lot of people will be running out Preston, Jackson Ford, Hopgood this weekend, yeah, which is probably pretty far from ideal. So I think he's a he's a pretty decent-ish buy, um, especially, like, you know, even if you, maybe if you're buying DeBellin at front row and then Bird at second row and then you can switch them both down um, as you come into that sort of buy period or post-buy period, uh, something to consider. Uh, finally, second row forward tubes, our boy David Fafita. Still getting it done. Um, again, I whinged about it on the on the pod last week, but he's he's turned into meat and potatoes for feeder. Which- nah, he hasn't. He he honestly has not. Like it, I watched that game on the weekend and the game before. He looks unbelievable. Like as in he's he's been last week, so two weeks ago, he had um what's his name the the rabbit on the wing um 
AKP. AKP. He had AKP basically just get bundled into touch when he probably could have, any other winger probably scores. And he had another one where I think he dropped. He got held up. Oh, he got held up. And so both of those are huge. And then on the weekend, he had that, it was given, it went up a try and it it was brought back for a, for a Brian Kelly not running through the line, Shepard. It was a bit weird, but as in, he's really just been a couple of, yeah, a big couple of plays, plays away from going huge, like as in, and he's still getting it done with you know 80, 84s and high seventies just every week. He's he looks no, he's, unbelievable. He's, he based he based sixty six in pure base on the weekend, and then so his his eighty four was base and base plus power. All but I don't I don't think it's meat and potatoes. I genuinely just think they're giving him the ball. That that play. I'm just I'm I'm using a bit of hyperbole for emphasis, tubes. But um, I I can't see how you can not own him when they do that play where they sweep out the back to him and they've got Brian Kelly like running the lead and it just sweeps out the back to him and suddenly he's one-on-one and he just like just like brushes people off and just look like he's... Well, they're playing Manly this week too, so that's probably not a bad matchup. Manly's defence nah, hasn't looked great. Nah, Ola though, he, he's, the only thing about Fafita is he does sometimes get a little bit bristled when he comes up against another big, strong man. Like he's he's... So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. What about just while we're just while we're talking about? Did you know Manly are coming second on the ladder? Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> how the hell happened? They've, they've had the buy. I feel like they've been and... going terrible. Yeah, they nearly lost against the Tigers. Yeah. So so the Dolphins have won five games yet are coming eighth, and the, the Eagles have won four and they're coming second. Ah, uh, they had the draw. That's right. What a game. Uh, anyway, they're on eleven points, coming in second place. Good on them. They got a lot of problems, though, particularly turbo related. Uh, let's just chat about Olakuatu. If Turbo is out, tubes, we know that that's when Olakuatu steps up to the plate. Yeah, but he's playing Origin this year. You can't bring him in now. Like I, the feel is the the. If you listen to, I know you liked. Uh, I know you've um, been at the Podfathers for a couple of weeks, so you've probably had the TV on mute watching the footy. Yeah. Um, but uh, Brandy Alexander's been putting out those feelers, you know, just the little not oh, just dropping it two. in, just getting yeah, get just, people yeah. used to the idea. Yeah. So I think he's I think he's I think he's a lock for for playing Origin this year. I hope so. Like I love Olakwatu. One of my favorite players to watch. Jeezy Scott, what about that try on the weekend? So silky. Yeah. He's good. Righto, let's get on. Um, that's, I feel like that was a bit too long on second row, but that's all right. Halfback, this will be quicker. Uh, two names, Nathan Cleary and Nico Hines. Anything to say about either of them? I, I think it just comes down to which one you want to captain this week. Um, like I said, I'm I'm half hoping Cleary um, has a little rest uh, with his groin injury and um, and he, he didn't kick goals last week. So I think that's just enough for me to look at the straight C on Nico this week. Yeah, geez, it's if if Cleary's all right though, they're playing the Tigers. Like they're minus twenty and a half. I think they're at home, or is it in Bathurst that game? Um that's oh geez. I feel like Cleary could get two hundred if he's if his groin's all right and he's kicking goals. Um yeah, it's been Bathurst that game on Sunday night. Well, you can't VC Hines. No, I know, I know. And, and, and it's, probably too, it's probably too risky given we're not going to know the Cleary situation. 
What about their prices? Nine seventy seven and nine seventy two. They're about the same, <laughs> but you just have to hold both of them. Um, and yeah, it should be the halves pairing. I don't think there's anyone else to talk about in halfback. There's like just you just have to get both of them. Like just on that, somehow. just on that, then because we spoke a bit earlier, like this kid, this is about as deep as we'll get on strategy tonight. But um, and it's going to be good because we're not going to know the answer. But if you're running Hines and Cleary, and you have to take an AE at halfback. Can you take – you can take um, – like your other 13 players will count. You don't have to run a halfback, do you, and then get an AE. Like you no. just run no halfback, no hooker. Yeah. And you just have 13 players in other – yeah, okay. So that's not, that's not even a problem for um, the buy rounds. No. The only reason you'd do it is if – the only reason you'd get rid of one of them is if um, – if, they had like one bad score because of an injury or something before yep. Origin, and you, and they were going to leak cash. So you thought I might might sell them at a premium and get them back in, um, but ugh, I just can't. can't well, Cle- Cleary maybe right because um, I haven't I haven't looked at the I'm sure someone has, um, but I haven't looked at the the days between Origin and when these teams play. If Cleary's got a little niggle, particularly in his groin, you'd have and the Panthers are kind of. Doing fine. Um, do do they bother backing him up? Probably not. I, I would know. say. It, I don't even. I don't actually know this year. They've always had a pretty good backup halves, though, as well. They've always had like Sean O'Sullivan or no. They got that Kurt um, Falls. Oh uh, yeah. So probably um, they probably rest him like so. In other years. So if he's going to miss thirteen, fourteen. Um. Like and he's if he does start to if he you know he's what did he get on the weekend seventy no sixty he lost a he lost a line break or something did he um like his B is one hundred and forty one this week mm, obviously he could probably hit that against the Tigers but he's going to miss thirteen just say he misses fourteen so that, that so round fourteen is they're playing Dragons at home so yeah look I think if you're desperate like I am that's a that's a consideration if you can get in sort of a gun halfback to play rounds thirteen and fourteen instead. Yeah, and flip him out if he's going to drop a load of cash. I'll certainly be considering that. But um, the um just men- just mentioning what you said about Kurt False, he's not named in their reserves, so surely Cleary plays. Like they don't really have any backup halves named in their reserves. Yes, oh, sorry, Jack Cogger. Ah, there you go. So yeah, so he's then he's their other halfback this year. I forgot about him down from the Knights. Yeah, okay. Is that what about the theory that? Didn't Ivan rested all the Penrith players last year to beat the Tigers? Like, and and he just he just like he doesn't doesn't he's just like sadistic. Yeah, he just loves embarrassing the Tigers, so he's just going to rest his players again and beat them. I think I think there's a bit to that, so we'll see. Just yeah, okay, all right. We've got a question on Jamin Salmon later, so <laughs> we can uh, we can try to incorporate some Panthers chat into that. Um, yeah, there's not much else doing at halfback. We might actually go through some buy uh, buy halfback options, maybe you know, the next few weeks if we if we remember. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, five eight. Uh, bit doing at five eight. Dylan Brown, bit disappointing again. Jeez, he's been a frustrating own since I bought him in four weeks ago. Um, someone who's not frustrating, Jubes is uh, Cody Walker. Yeah, I mean. He got it done for owners again. Still not not a huge score, but 
setting up that amazing last try, uh, last last minute try uh, against uh, the Panthers on the weekend was was a nice thirty point play to 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 finish off the the his run of form. I um I just think that if you if you I know Dan's got this whole flipping strategy that he didn't want to mention because uh, want to keep it to himself ever, doesn't want all the listeners copying him. Um, but I think you've got to be just happy to hold Cody now if you've owned him. Um, but I don't think he's going to be a buy um, at least for a few weeks now. Um, and and you could potentially sell him because he's gone up so so high in cash. He's eight hundred twenty five k. Yeah, like, that's unbelievable. It, everyone who jumped on's really chopped it off. He's got a BE this week of seventy five, so like manageable. I'd probably hold one more week. See how you go. Well, you hold, and then he, and then they play the Tigers. Like so, you hold it. Yeah, um, they've got a nice run coming up after this week. The the bunnies. So I think I think he's a hold. Um, and Dan Dan wanted to flip him this week, didn't he? Then buy him back round eleven. Yeah, sounds a bit extravagant for my liking, especially with all the other problems that people are having now this week. Um, I don't. I know you've owned deal bags a lot longer than me, but. Last week I brought him in. He's my first first week owning him. I just he's just ready to go. Like he's ready to explode. I think this week could be the week. Um, Dillbags gets it done. Um, he's he's still definitely I think the best buy option for right now, given his buy coverage um, and and a, as a premium five eight and. Unless you already own Munster or Cody Walker, I think you've got to be looking to be bringing him in now. Just as a smokey, what about Matt Burton? Doesn't play round 13, but he's pretty much bottomed out in price, 568K. He had a 78 on the weekend against the Sharks. He's goal kicking. They've dropped Flano this week. Uh, Josh Reynolds will start. Starting half now. So he'll get dual position. Not that that'll matter for Cleary and... Um... Um, <laughs> nice but, to have. Nice to have. Yeah. Um, look, I I don't I liked Burton at the start of the year. It just feels like he he just he just drifts in and out of the games. But I suppose that's part of naming him a halfback and having Reynolds Reynolds there is to get him more involved. Um, so I think he's he's potentially on the watch list. They've got such an easy run coming up the Bulldogs. Great run. Um, if they were. a around 13 by, like, there's a few in there that I'd be looking at bringing in, but you could still entertain it. That run, yeah, Dragons, Raiders, Warriors, Titans. Um, very, very juicy. Um, just just a quick shout-out to um, Brimpod, Alexander Brimpod, um, Alexander Brimson. So 76 on the weekend. Um Looked pretty sharp. I actually didn't see a ton of that game, but what I did see, he looked all right. Um, They don't play 13 either, which is annoying. He probably won't play Origin, which is less annoying. But they play Manly, Parramatta, Newcastle, Bulldogs. Um, Like I think he's underpriced now at 550K. You don't have an opinion, do you? I've got no opinion on that. Like I I liked your text on the weekend just – the Titans are losers. Like, have lose a, a feeder. Lose a club. Lose a club. Yeah. Just 
let's the Titans just that was an embarrassment, genuinely. Like they honestly, like it felt like they should have lost by more. Like <laughs> obviously, <laughs> it sounds weird to say they're up twenty six nil, but I know that it's been talked about like everywhere. But that Robert Jennings thing, watching that live, was <laughs> one of the best things I've ever seen. Just I missed it live, <laughs> and I'm spewing. I really feel like I've missed out there. It was seriously just so good, and um, uh, my. Uh, uh, we're in this tipping comp, and my kid um, Theo he tipped the Dolphins, and ever and and when they were down twenty six nil, he was begging me to tip to change the Titans for him. And then the Dolphins came home, and it was just like the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And it was high five. It was high five central at my place too. The kids tipping the Dolphins. It was just ridiculous. Like as anyway, so. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't get around entertaining getting anyone at the moment from the Titans other than Dave Fafita. I do feel like though, like now that Munster's got two buys in the next five weeks, five eight is a place where you actually could make up some ground with a good pod. Like you're saying, deal bags is still the premium option. I think you're right. Like I hope you're right. But like, like these pods, right? Kalen Ponga, five hundred k. Like not for me. I owned him earlier in the year and I'm a bit burnt, but like that's definitely obviously if he stays on the field, that's undervalued. Um Brimson, Matt Burton, um they're probably the main three. Kiri. I don't mind. I don't mind. I mean the the only thing is as well, if you're gonna take a flyer on any of them, you can also do it at fullback. Um, if you're looking at moving on turbo and then yeah. move him down to five eight. Um there's a few options. I I I don't mind. I like Ponga, uh, but <sighs> given he again, just you know he's going to play Origin. His BE is still a hundred this week, so I think it's a wait and see um, before you jump on him. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I'm just I think I think if you are going pod hunting, five eight's not the worst place. All right, let's uh, sorry, let's round out this just with Munster. Um, I know a few people have done well with Munster. Uh, would you be? I know you're not an owner, so you're probably giving this a ton of thought. But would you be holding Munster now, or uh, would you be cashing cashing in and looking to pot up, as we just discussed? I mean, his break even's 105. Um, he's got the buy. Uh, you're right; I haven't put any thought into it at all. Uh, <laughs> but but I'll give you my opinion anyway. Um, and I'd probably be selling him. Like genuinely, I'd look at selling him and, and looking at another option. If you can downgrade him to one of those pot options for 250K that allows you to use that cash to, to upgrade elsewhere, I think that's a that's that's a pretty good option given they have the buy this week and he's got a break even of 105. So they have the buy this week and then they play Souths, Broncos, two hard games, and then Dolphins at Suncorp. So three like toughish games. Then they have the buy in round 13 for which Munster will obviously be in origin. Um, then if he does back up, they play the Cowboys in Townsville. So like that's on a Sunday. Um, should back up, be favorite too, but you never know. Yeah, I think I think it's not not the worst time to be selling Munster. Especially yeah. if you need some squad depth this week. The only thing I'll say, and I've, I'm going against myself because I think he is a sell, is I've got no stats on this, but he is a big game player. Like I think I don't I don't know if the matchup is. You're right. He is a big game player, but like let's be let's be honest. Like 
800K, missing two at least two out of the next five. I think he's fine to sell. Uh, let's get into center wing tubes. We're going a bit over time here. We've just I've just noticed, so we better get a better zoom through this one. A couple of big names from last week: uh, Garrick, forty-four, very underwhelming. He's moved to center. Do you think that's hurting his super coach credentials? Look, I don't think it's good for him, um, but for me, he's still a hold because I think he ends up back on the wing. And um, again, talking about that buy. Uh, he will play uh, round 13. And even though he's been named at centre, is there not a chance that he plays fullback if Turbo is out this week? Like there's some chat that Turbo might not play. Like, wouldn't Sure, he, sure, sure. He, does, he definitely plays fullback if Turbo's out. Well, I, I thought it actually, may be KO weeks, but it could be Garrick still. Um, has either way. Be, it has to be Garrick. Should be, yeah. So I own him. Uh, I'm going to be holding him even if he plays centre this week, but it's certainly you wouldn't be buying him at the moment with his break even and being named in the centres, that's for sure. Yep. Um, Joey Manu delivered for new owners, including myself, uh, rare highlight for the weekend. Is he a captain option? Yeah, definitely. If he stays at 5'8", um, there was some chat that uh, I know they, they've named him there, but there was some chat with the reshuffle that there's a chance that that um that he that he ends up playing um in the in the centers again, but they've obviously named Corey Allen on the wing. Um, so yeah, I think if he if he plays five if he keeps playing five eight, he's a that could state. change, couldn't it? Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, so, so Manu back to center, Suali on the wing, and bring in um bring back in Walker, who's named in at nineteen. Yeah, that wouldn't be ideal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just poo-pooed your one shining moment from the weekend. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I'm only down to one boost now as well because of that. Um, Tyrell Sloan, Dom, can't believe we're talking about him again. What do you think? Yeah, I looked at him for about two minutes, and then um, I can't bring him in. Like, I mean, massive negative break-even, thirty minus thirty-six this week. We've talked about Dragons have good buy coverage. He's possibly a downgrade option if you're getting cash elsewhere. But for me, um, he's too big of a risk. And and you just can't feel confident playing him in your 17. Um, so he ends up just being another one of those 450K people that sit sit on your bench. Um, and then what do you do with them? You've got to get rid of them eventually. They've got a very nice run. Bulldogs, Tigers, Cowboys, next three. Then Roosters, Dolphins, Panthers, round 14. I I don't hate it, to be honest. So he's had two scores of 15 this year. The rest has been good, all above 50. Oh, geez, minus 38. Like, you could just get him in for round 13. I don't know. I'll probably have a bit of a look at him. But, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit daunting. You should tweet if you bring him in, because just to just to just to warn you know, warn everyone else away. Yeah. But um, yeah, I wouldn't be bringing him in. Right. All right. Um, next on the center wing agenda, we've spoken about Jack Bird. Don't need to talk about him again. Oh, this is one that is interesting. Stephen Crichton tubes, one hundred forty three on the weekend. Um, looked red hot. He looks like he's gunning for an Origin spot. Um, of course, he's an incumbent in Origin, but. 
uh, with Turbo and Trail back in the centres this year, he might be struggling. But Turbo's obviously going injured, a bit injured. Um, he's got a break even of like minus seventeen or something. He's five hundred seventy nine k. If he gets another ton this weekend, he's probably got the goal kicking again. I would presume with Cleary's niggle. If he was to ton up again this week, he's going to the to quote Dan, he's going to the moon. Yep. I'm seriously looking at him as a um as a Walsh downgrade um option. Uh which would involve some some obviously some dual movements, but um I think he's he'd be like a four or five week rental. Um as you said, worst case scenario, he gets he goes sort of forty forty and he and he makes 70, 70 yep. odd K, but best case is they've got he absolutely kills it again this week. And um yeah, I think it's a bit of a, a possible pod move. Um, I know that the the old saying is don't chase last week's points, but I think as you said, in this scenario, he's playing for that for that origin spot. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at him seriously this week. Um just uh, he's not on the run sheet, but just wanted to give Hammer a shout out. Nice to see him go low two weeks in a row. Finally, give us a little bit of um, for us non-owners a little bit of recourse. Um, nothing really to say about him. I think he's probably a hold if you own him. <laughs> Did you put Jennings on the run sheet just to talk about that try? And we've already done it, or is, is that no, a no, no? Option? So Rob Jennings um, minus twenty break even, two hundred and sixty-seven k. I want to say he's on the bubble this week. Um, yeah, I mean, plays round 13, round 14, pretty good enabler. I mean, you've got to be thinking he's a better enabler than Jared Croker. Jesus, 267,000. I honestly thought he'd be dropped. He's, so he's named. Um, you can't, look, just because he forgot where the try line is, you can't drop him for that. That's not going to happen for every week. <laughs> he he just was a bit like. <laughs> who's, whose spot has he taken? Like, uh, so he's sticks, who, sticks Lee. And he's out for a while. No, he's he's dropped. He's on the he's on the reserves two weeks okay. in a row. So so he's won the. Tessie spot. knew. Tessie knew. Tessie knew. Okay. So if Tessie knew, I haven't done any research into this, but if Tessie knew is back before thirteen, I wouldn't be getting Robert Jennings this week. But if he's out for the long term, then he's a great option. This isn't the podcast to come for that kind of information, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah. He's a he, he's um haven't honestly haven't looked at him didn't didn't even consider him that's a that's something to consider I'd say if if there's a good chance that he's in holds his spot for round thirteen he's one hundred percent a better option than Jared Kroger for if you're looking for downgrades this week yep yep I think so too just just go and do your own research <laughs> when Tessie news back uh all right um. I'm around this one out tubes. Let's let's um let's combine this with our pod of the week because both of our pods of the week, same team, both center wing, but different players. Uh Alex Johnston is my pod of the week. Now, young Alex has not been scoring many tries of late, but geez, he's looked likely, and I feel like he's been a bit unlucky not to score a couple. He set up a ripping try to win the game on the weekend. Um he still scored three tries this year. He scored 90 without a try on the weekend, which is insane for Alex. He's been scoring really good for him. Base, relatively strong. Um, a lot of tackle bus, 
and offloads. He does play round 13 and 14. He's 568K, BE22. Matchup is okay this week against Broncos. They're slight favorite to win that game. I think he's a very sneaky option this week. He's the only thing is like it's him or Stephen Crichton for me. So that's a little bit tricky. I feel like Alex Johnson is the better option moving forward and that might get him over the line. But I, like no one's talking about him. So yeah, he's, he's firmly on my radar this week. Alex Johnson, pot of the week for me. Now, Tubes, oh, yeah, firstly, do you want do you need to add anything about Alex there or are you happy happy with that summary? Oh, I think I think you've done a good enough push for him. Um, I, I won't be bringing him in this week, but uh, I, I, I wish you all the best. Thanks. Um, your pot of the week from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah, so my pot of the week is also from the Bunnies and uh, he's – He's a man that's been averaging 34.4 in base. <laughs> he's been averaging 34.4 in base and he's been averaging a little bit higher than that overall. I think he's averaging 54 this year so far. Yep. Um, and he's it's, it's, it's actually one of Dan's boys. Uh, he loves talking him up every week and never bringing him in. He's uh, Isaiah Tass. So similar... Similar reasoning, they've got um, a couple of hard weeks still to go. So they got the Broncos this week, then they got the Storm next week, um, and then they've got a, a pretty nice little run there as well as playing round 13 and round 14. So Tigers, Para, Canberra, Titans, uh, St. George. So it would be going pretty early um, before that before that nice run. But uh, like I said, his base has been uh, 34 and he's priced at about 500 um, It's 513k. Yeah. So I got I got to interject here. There's no way that Isaiah Tass is a better buy than Alex Johnson this week. You are kidding if you think that's right. He's only he's only 50k cheaper. Not even. Yeah, he's 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 got he's just got good base. He's got good upside. Um I think he's I think he's an What an AJ does 83 on the weekend. He's only scored three tries this weekend as uh, this AJ's base is not fantastic. AJ's can have a can have a bad week. How much like how 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 many like how many start do you want of AJ scoring outscoring Isaiah Tass between now and round fifteen? How many start do you want? Nothing off the stick. Off the stick. Yep. All right. That's a bet. That's a well, uh, that's a that's a that's a that's a pub dinner bet for the next time we watch the Sharks at the pub. Yeah. All right. Um, so Isaiah Tass, I'm, I'm, I am considering him for this week, but as similar to you for AJ, um, with AJ, I'm, uh, it's, it's Tass or, or Crichton for me yep. is, the, is the one I'm looking at. Yeah. Maybe we need to put our money where our mouth is, tubes, <laughs> with our trades this week, I think. Yeah. So we can both dwindle in the 20,000s. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. At least we'll have had fun doing it. Uh, all right, that's that's got around that center wing. That's more than enough. Fullback again. We'll be trying to be brief here. Uh, Reese Walsh. I'll start with him. Uh, he's eight hundred over eight hundred k now. I think he's fine to trade out. Um, I think he'll miss round thirteen. He will be eighteenth man for the Queensland team. If not fullback, um, he's he's done everyone who's honed him all the way through really well. 
Um, but there's a couple of nice options. Tubes in Teddy and Drinky predominantly who are easy downgrades and you can make about 250K each on those boys. What do you think? Yeah, I just can't work it out with the Cowboys. Like, is are they ever going to have a, a a hard run? Like, it feels like we've been talking about their good run since the start of the year. And Drinkwater, I was doing some research on him to work out. Um, I'm looking at him this week. But the, the Cowboys just keep having, like, pretty good pretty good runs. So I'm looking at bringing in Drinkwater this week for Walsh um, or maybe Walsh and or Turbo if I get rid of both of them. Um, but they they play round 13 and round 14. Um, they've got the Sharks this week, which whilst on paper you think might be a tough tough draw, the Sharks are very leaky at the moment, scoring big points themselves but also letting in plenty. Um, and then they've got the, um, the Broncos – uh, sorry, the Roosters, St. George, Tigers, Parramatta in round 13 without any of their origin players. Um, and so it's just a nice little run for, for Drinky. And I, I liked what I saw from him on the weekend. I think if the, War- if the Cowboys have any chance of getting back, it'll be either dropping Chad or just going through Drinky more and more. I can't believe it's taking this long for us to talk about Chad. Geez, you were getting some tags on the weekend. About Chad's yeah. form, <laughs> it's just, he's just gone back to the mean. Honestly, like I said it in our group, like it's just it's just so good seeing Chad go back to where he is. But it's also just good knowing, you know, just nice to reflect on the Chad decided to take up the three year seven or eight hundred k cowboy option, left the Sharks, and and allowed Nico to just slot straight in. And last year when Nico was the Dally M Player of the Year. People were still trying to, you know, oh, say that, Chad was, that Chad was the buy of the year. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's but a, yeah, geez, he looked bad on the weekend, like like horrendous. Um, I, but I, I do feel a bit validated in the set. Like, is the bloke just immune from criticism? Like, no one ever bags him in the media ever. Like, he's got no place playing NRL. None. <laughs> Like, he, and like um, people go on about him organising. Basically, last year he did a few bombs that Nanai thought would be good to catch and fall over the line for tries. And he passed to Dearden and Dearden ran a lot. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's already got like a little backhand um, like News Corp, Fox Sports presenter role deal like lined up. When he, maybe when he syndicated, up. syndicated the Chad Townsend show. Or may, maybe him and Flano have the same manager that Fox Sports just like talk him up or something like that all the time. So uh, who knows? But he's uh, wouldn't be. Uh, <sighs> look, that that's my, honestly my only hesitation with bringing in Drinkwater is just the the Cowboys look so bad and they look bad because their forward depth is tests tested and the Chad can't play unless he has an absolutely dominant forward pack. Yeah. Um, and so that's the one reservation with with bringing in drink water this week. Yeah, I I kind of want to like it, but I just can't. I think Teddy's a better buy, even though he plays Origin. Like Teddy looked good on the weekend. I thought he was a bit unlucky for his seventy five. He scored obviously scored a try early. Um, like he's ridiculously cheap now, yeah. um, and he's firmly on my radar. Five seventy k or something. Five hundred sixty seven k. Um, BE of 51, 
that 22 has dropped out of his average now from when he got HIA'd. Um, they've got That's the cow- they've got the they got the Warriors, then the Cowboys, Panthers round eleven, and then Dragons in round twelve. Pretty nice little run. Um, yeah. You like I just he could easily be eight hundred k by the time Origin comes around, and then you just downgrade him to someone like yeah. Trinky I feel I f- you mentioned Brown's ready to explode. I think Teddy is ready to explode. He looks good. The only thing is with him, he doesn't seem to be doing those sweep plays. Are they just no good? Like someone mentioned to me that they're no good at him. Like he's not getting those cheap points off those try assists. So that he that was his first try of the year on the weekend, but he hasn't had many try assists either. I think he's had one or two early in the year. So a little bit of a, a, a dampener, but yeah, look, I, he's right. He's he's incredibly priced. So I'll be having a very very good hard look at. Mr. Tedesco this weekend. Uh, let's finish Tube's last man to talk about his turbo. So two scenarios here. Bit tricky. He's been named to play. He looked like he looked gone on the weekend. Like couldn't move. Then he did his groin as well. Is yeah, it? Related? I mean, I'm not put. I'm not putting the boot in here, Matt. But he looked gone two weekends before. I can't believe. I know, but that's why. On the weekend. Yeah. No, it was not a great decision. Was it? And I'd all week. I was never going to do it either. I don't know. I just the lure, the allure of turbo was just too much for me. The um, I I think if he plays, you have to hold him. Like he's too like. He, how can you sell turbo at at his price? Like, um, I know he looks gone, but I think I think he's a hold. Look, I've got. I think a lot of people like a lot of people. I've got Reese Walsh and. Turbo as my fullbacks right now, and as as crazy as it might sound, I'll be selling Walsh before I'm selling yeah, Turbo. If Turbo week. plays, Walsh is the better sell. There's no doubt about that at the prices. Um, so I I agree. If he plays, hold. Don't captain him. It looks like there's more rain around for that game as well. Um, I had a nightmare last night actually that he did play. I, this is how bad I'm going. I'm having super coach nightmares about Turbo playing, and then I, I sat and I sat him. I didn't play. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I had to watch Manly play the Titans at home, and I'd sat I'd sat Turbo, and he got 85 in my dream. So, look, I'll take 85 on the weekend. That'd be nice, but I won't be sitting him. Yeah. Um, it would be also remiss Tubes to not mention Latrell Mitchell. Um, big shout out to everyone who got on him early. Uh, there was that perfect timing where you could get on him when he was in the 600s. And uh, I can't remember who it was they they beat up on, but a lot of a lot of shrewd super coaches brought him in that week. Um, he's 925K now. Um, I kind of wanted to find a way to bring him in before Origin still, but I I think he's probably too expensive and, and Teddy's just too good to refuse. Yeah, like 400K price. cheaper. Yeah, like <laughs> you've got to back Teddy to, to – be plus 40 every week against him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if I was an owner, I definitely wouldn't be selling though, I don't think. Nah, I think he's a hold now, uh, especially what we just talked about. Their run up to origin gets pretty good in the next few weeks as well. So I think he's He looks great. Looks like he's going to turn up every week basically, I think. Looks like he's going to do something nearly yep. every touch. Yep. Um, all right, Tubes, let's, um, that finishes out our positional chat. Let's get into Tubes' mailbag. Um, I think we just go straight to the like, – This is let's be honest, this is one of the better questions we've had. Um, and it comes from Pete from Norellan. <laughs> Big shout-out to Pete. 
Um, I reckon, to be honest, though, I reckon there's a good chance that Big Pete, Big Pete from Norell, and he's really, he's texted you this question in. Yeah. Because I reckon he really wants in on this Malbad blog, Bloodstock. Um, no doubt sponsorship like he's 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 really he knows his, his he knows his way he knows his way around the mounting yard at Randwick too big pete so he can i think he could bring a lot to the mailbag in terms yeah. of ownership experience and engagement yeah and just and just genuine um uh the, like just just good fun good chat passion like, i think that's passion. what it's all about For good passion um so uh yeah so this uh quite uh tubes mailbag sponsored by mailbag bloodstock um, which, um, as we mentioned at the end of the year, for those that submit a question, we'll, we'll draw out and, and there's a, there's, there's a prize of, of potential, uh, a chair and a horse. Um, can't remember what it was. Two and a half percent. Two and a half percent. Uh, but, yep. But, um, I think the winners seem to just keep coming with them. So get involved. Um, this week it's big Pete. <laughs> The question involves Jamin Salmon. He says, hi, guys. <laughs> I've heard some very strong opinions on on whether Jamin Salmon is worth buying. I know Ricky's opinion, but interested to hear your take. So i gotta, I got to give it away a bit. Like, there's a bit of context here. I, I, um, Big Pete, he's, you know, he's, he's uh, oh, let's, let's call him, he's, uh, he's, he's a close, close family relation of ours. And, um. Very keen super coach player, very experienced. And uh he rang he rang last week and he was just chatting a bit of super coach and he said, Oh, look, I'm thinking about bringing in Jamin Salmon. <laughs> Cause he had just the right amount of cash. And uh yeah, no, I, uh, I managed to talk him out of young Jamin, thankfully. Um and yeah, we all do know what Ricky's opinion is. And didn't Jamin stick it up Ricky in that round five game where he scored under the post? And uh I enjoyed that. So Jamin's in my good books. Um, but Pete, um, look, don't buy Jamin Salmon. Um, you can't play him when you're 17 and <laughs> he's not going to make you any money. In fact, he's 334K. He's going to lose money would be what I would be thinking there. So he's got, a, I don't know, Matt. He's, he's in a break. He's got a break even of 13. Uh, he's in 6% of teams um, with a high score of 62. So. This is the first time I've ever had a look. At, yeah, but that was the uh, revenge game, surely. Jamin Salmon, yeah. he uh, No, he only got 49 in the revenge game. He scored 62 against Newcastle last week. Um, crashed back to earth on the weekend with, against the Bunnies with a 26. So, yeah, Jamin Jay, Salmon's not an option. Not an option at all. Uh, no, nah, Pete, you'll be, you'll be swimming upstream if you bring in Salmon. Yeah, the uh, the second <laughs> the second mailbag question probably a little bit more uh, food for thought for the listeners out there, and this has come from um, last year's winner of the Pod Pod League, um, Pink Pink Socks, Jared. Jared, um, he's, going well, Jared. Yeah, he's in the top thousand again, so he's he's flying. Uh, uh, his question is thoughts on Goz uh, Gozewek. Gosecki <laughs> as a downgrade option. Gashevsky. Um, Gashevsky as a as a downgrade cow, cheap <laughs> buy coverage. And a double-barreled question, do we think Peachy holds a center spot for, for the Panthers? What do you reckon, Matt? Um, he's cheap. Heel and Lukey is back next week, I think. 
Um, and I think he'll probably come back via the bench, but that probably doesn't do a lot for Gashevsky's um, longer-term job security through to 13 mainly because I think if you bought him now, you probably want him at least until 13. I think there are better cows out there. I don't love it, which probably means you should buy him. Um, Peachy, Tubes, center, holds that center spot. I read that Tago was out for six weeks. So Yeah, three to six uh, I, I read today. Um, surely, I mean, surely he holds till then. Uh, unless, unless Pete's boy Sam somehow somehow gets into the center spot. What about um, Garner? Oh, possibly. I mean, Peachy's got a bit more form on the board at center, doesn't he? Um, well, they've named this Tom Jenkins in the reserves as well. Like, I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised. Does he have a bit more runs on the board? He hasn't played center for a few years. Yeah, but he played a few seasons. At I'm going to say for, no. For the I'm going to say no. He doesn't hold the spot, Jared. Um, I would definitely want to look at Peachy this week before purchasing him. I wouldn't be going early on him by any means. Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't – I don't know if he holds a spot. He could, but I wouldn't buy him. I don't think he's super coach relevant. And the Cowboys back rower, I think if it was any – if it was previous years where you were trying to get as many buy players as possible, he'd be an option as a cheapie to bring in and hope that you jagged a yep. – a, a game in that buy round. But for this year, the fact that the rules change is now you only need 13 and only 13 count in that, in that round, I wouldn't waste your waste a trade on him. I don't mind him. Like, but I just, if, if I knew he was going to hold the spot, I just, I can't be confident of that. So yeah. you'd want, you want job security with a guy like Jack Koshevsky because they can hurt you. And you just, there's already, I feel like oh, there's so much junk in the second row already. Like now that Schuster's, I've got Schuster there. So anyway, uh, Tubes, that, that sees us out tonight. I thought that was all right. Two-man pob. I thought we carried the team pretty well. Um, there's a fair bit of bit of jibber in there, but um, not yeah, too bad I think, overall. I think, uh, yeah, we we muscled through it. And, and thanks to anyone that, that got through to the end here as well. All right, and uh, enjoy your week and uh, best of luck with uh, getting straight to your Nico tomorrow night. Yep, you beauty. You beauty. Thanks, guys.